Welcome to Coach B Daily. I'm Coach B Moore. In this podcast, I like to share information that will help us achieve our health, athletic performance, and body goals more efficiently, which means achieve more progress and more success in the same or less time or with the same or less effort. Today, we'll take a question, a call in from Deanna from Cincinnati, who's at questions about choosing foods when she doesn't have time to meal prep. But before we get started, I'd like to remind you to please subscribe to Coach B Daily, this podcast, on iTunes or Google Play. I'd love it if you left me a star rating or a comment, a review to let me know how to improve the show, what you really like, what we can do better. And also send me your feedback, your questions on this topic or any other. I'm at Coach B Moore, C-O-A-C-H-B-E-M-O-O-R-E on Instagram and Twitter. You can also follow this conversation on Facebook.com slash Eating for Abs. And this podcast is an offering of eatingforabs.com where you can learn about working with me directly on your health, athletic performance, and body goals. Here's the question from Deanna. And on these days, I find myself in this frozen aisle at Kroger shopping for a natural food frozen meal for my lunch. So I get it to work and I go to prepare it. But then when I put all the information in my fitness pal, I get a red flag. It will tell me about my sodium intake or it will warn me about the food that I've chosen is high in fat, blah, 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 whatever it is, whatever the case may be for whatever that food is. So my question to you is, are there key nutrition fact label lists that I can read quickly and decide whether or not I want to purchase that food? Thanks for the question, D, and thanks for participating in the show. Number one, I want to start with cautioning you about putting too much stock and time and attention into tracking your macros and calories with the digital resources and apps, websites, like you mentioned. They don't have bad intent, but they're not always the best resource. They're, the issue is that the data that the apps and websites are based on is flawed. In order to measure how many calories and what macros are in our foods, scientists in the 40s and 50s took to the laboratories and burned foods and to see how much energy they put out. And the issue is that our bodies don't metabolize foods the same as fire does. So though it's a helpful tool to be able to compare the amount of energy in a tomato versus a banana versus an avocado, I don't want you to get too caught up in treating that like an absolute resource. There's no match for live guidance that's individualized for you and your goals. So I want to definitely encourage you to seek help. Also, you pose a great question. You said, if I don't have time to meal prep, I end up at the supermarket, which is a great place to end up because you could end up way worse places, buying food for my lunch and maybe even my dinner. And you're saying, when I, when I evaluate these foods, I often find that I'm eating things that maybe I shouldn't or that are doing me harm. So I want to answer that for you and talk about broad brushstroke things that you can eliminate or look out for in the ingredients labels of what you're buying to make sure that you're not doing yourself any undue harm. And the very first, it's a very timely question. The very th- first thing on my list is going to be trans fat that you might also read as partially hydrogenated oils. Today in my morning reading, there was an article in the LA Times, and I'm going to read some excerpts from it. In an effort to save half a million lives each year, the World Health Organization on Monday urged developing nations to follow the lead of affluent countries and eliminate man-made trans fatty acids from their food supplies. This change could reduce 
a tidal wave of heart disease and strokes that result in more than half a million deaths annually. There's a quote that says, trans fat is an unnecessary toxic chemical that kills. And there's no reason people around the world should continue to be exposed to it. That's from Tom Fredden, the former director of the U.S. Center for Disease Control. The article goes on to say, industrial trans fats have helped fuel an epidemic of cardiovascular disease since they were broadly introduced to the food supply in the 1950s. These fats are made by adding hydrogen to vegetable oil, converting liquid fats to solid at room temperature. These partially hydrogenated oils made processed foods cheaper to produce while extending their shelf life. And they quickly became an ingredient in bakery and snack foods devoured across the world. So basically what we're seeing is we, men, mankind, has taken food or some portions of processed food and further processed it in, back in the 1950s to make food production cheap and to make things like snack cakes be able to live for five and ten years on your shelves. Now name one thing in your refrigerator or in your garden or at the farmer's market that could last for 10 years without being refrigerated on your shelf that you should be eating? The answer is there's nothing. There's nothing that should last that long on the shelves that you should be putting in your body. Okay. So the number one thing on my list to answer your question is look for trans fat or any hydrogenated oils on your nutrition labels. And if you see it there, do not buy it. If when you go home, you see, you go to your uh, pantry and you look on the cracker box and you see that it's there, throw it out. If there's anything else in your refrigerator, check your coffee creamer. The stuff is everywhere. Look for it. It's causing you undue harm. Eliminate it from your diet where possible. The next thing on my list is artificial sweeteners like saccharin and aspartame. Also, artificial coloring. Now, that stuff is really prevalent. Uh, all the sodas, the juices, all that stuff is artificially sweetened, artificially uh, colored, artificially flavored. And it's doing you harm. So eliminate those. Also, look out for uh, white pastas, white flours, and white breads. Do what you can to eliminate that stuff from your diet. So the underlying question you want to ask yourself also when looking at nutrition labels is, can I even pronounce all of the ingredients? If the answer is no, make a better choice. Head over to the produce aisle. Head over to the deli. Uh, head to a local restaurant where you can get a really robust salad or some grilled protein or some beans and things like that. Things that you recognize. Make it a habit to look for things that you've seen in nature or that aren't too far from as they occur in nature. Like salsa, you can imagine that used to be a tomato and maybe some jalapenos and some onions. That's not too far from what it appears in nature. So we really want to just minimize processing. Let that be one of our guidelines. I hope this helps. I hope this conversation leads you down a path of just taking a moment of pause when it comes to deciding what I'm going to buy to put in my body. And the couple minutes that you spend when you're at home looking at the box labels or when you're in the store next time looking at the box labels, don't worry about the impact of those few minutes on getting to work on time or being late to some appointment because the big picture is you're going to get more time in life time that you're avoiding undue sickness. And that's the big deal. 
I'm Coach B. Moore. This is Coach B. Daily. I'd love to hear your questions. Shoot me a DM. I'm at Coach B. Moore on Instagram and Twitter. This is Coach B. Daily, the podcast, and I will talk to you tomorrow.